Welcome to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped to get off. And so has my guest. So of all of my guests, however, you, you probably have helped a lot of people get off, especially because of the fact that you have two, two fan sites or two Twitter <laughs> fan sites. Uh, award-winning porn star, Joel Someone. How are you, sir? Oh, there's more titles. Keep going. Oh, okay. Keep, no, keep award-winning going. porn star, uh, producer, fashion model, <laughs> right? Because you, you do, you do modeling work. You got you all of that stuff. You know, one person once told me, once you win an award for something, you, you list it. It doesn't matter where the award came from. You are now an award-winning, whatever the case may be. You are an award-winning porn star. A gay Vienna award-winning porn star. You're gonna make me blush. No, it was <laughs> it was such a you know it's I'm I try so hard to be like humble about things, mm-hmm. and I remember being at the award show because they did a partial live thing, and I was an announcer. Oh, we watched, and I did not prepare anything at all, at all, at all. And when they called me, I was truly in shock because you know everyone wants to win, everyone wants to win, and then you, you just kind of like bracing for it. You're just like. Don't let them see that you're broken inside, <laughs> kind of thing like that. And so you're just like, just getting ready to clap for like. <laughs> for the other, for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like when I won, I just was like, "Oh shit!" And so, yeah, I didn't have anything prepared. I didn't thank my boyfriend. I didn't thank anybody. I felt like such a heat. I know, but it's you know, it's happening. It's the heat of the moment. And if, yeah, if you didn't prepare, it's yeah. I think I feel like it's better when you don't prepare. No. And you had a good time. You were like, we saw you. I remember being like, oh my God, look at you. I, like, I, I know that bitch. Like, yeah, I know. I was like, she's on my TV. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but I'm very, very happy for you because um, you you are out here. You're doing it. You're busy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, well, you do, you had a scene before the one you did before here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you are Joel someone. Joel you someone. live up to that name now. I'm so honored. It's I, I truly I can't say it enough. It and then people have been so cool. Like you know what I mean. You get to meet the coolest people in this industry. Like I adore both of you boys. When I do these podcasts, it's usually because I fucked someone. <laughs> yeah, you're in that um that <laughs> in glow, the afterglows, the, the sex afterglow. Yeah. No, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a there's an audience participation. Oh like, yeah, uh, there is. I think. Oh no! Hold on, that's Brenda. It's, it's, oh, I gotta switch it back. Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, yeah, yeah. I we'll fucked it, it up, man. You <laughs> fucked up the soundboard. <laughs> she, did you, this is one of my favorite things. I don't know why you hang out with her. She is such a hot. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? Um, I live in Los Angeles full time now. I am, I You're know. done with New York. Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. I LA's been good to me okay Ellie's been good to me I, I it's funny i keep talking to other performers who are living out in new york and they're like work's drying up it's getting harder to get gigs because they're not flying out people as much as they used to it feels like like the studios it's always been, i remember when i lived in new york it was always hard to like land gigs that were on the other coast because mm. there's so much talent in california yeah. arizona like you know what i mean in just areas around it and it's just to to fly those new york models in and there's only a handful of sites and i know for a fact like two or three of the sites that i worked with in new york aren't even shooting in new york anymore you know what i mean and so that's that if i still was there i'd be like fuck and it's harder and harder to find um models that i can i'm allowed to work with (laughs) 
I know. I you know, I, I have my phases, but I, I am I am stifled by a couple of things and uh it's unfortunate. So I'm I'm happy to get out of New York for a while and Oh, it's fun out here. Yeah, no, I, I the last time I was in the It's last terrible time we were here, it's terrible too. But you know yeah. what you are, LA. You know what you are. <laughs> yeah, but New York is like that too. It's fun, it's but true. it's also like when you when you sit in traffic yeah. and you're like, How the fuck is this taking an hour to get across New York? Like Bitch, where the hell are you going in a car? Avenue to second. Where the hell are you going in a car? Oh, I, when I was shooting, when I when I shoot for Treasure Island, I'm like, oh, listen, I am right. not traveling. I'm I'm not going be, on a bus because I can say this right. People know that you're from New Jersey. Yeah, yes, they do. I have no shame in New Jersey. I'm just, I'm just well, of course you're from Jersey. I'm, you got a fucking car. I I have uh, I have space issues. I need space. <laughs> And in New York, I think that you you have to be rich to live well in you New do. York. You do, but it's even when you are like rich in New York, it's like yes, I will sit in an Uber for forty five <laughs> minutes until I get across town. Like, yes, you know what yeah. I mean. Like I love yeah. the fucking subway. That's like the thing I miss the most is the subways, just chilling out and listening to people scream. <sighs> just like you know what I mean. Just like white noise. Oh, someone's yelling. <laughs> so, nope. Yeah, I um. I just did it because of the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I also did it because I was like, oh, I really don't want to, you know, I, I prefer to be in my car. And if it's, everything's going to get paid for it for me, then it, well, fuck yeah. All I mean, right. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> so you guys are here in L.A. <laughs> We're here in L.A. And, you know, it's it's been really cool. I, I I won my award for my Biporn stuff, which has been. Yeah. Wait, the the GVM was for a Biporn scene? Yeah, it was Get the best fuck out of here. bisexual performance. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So you are you were going strong. I am. Yeah. I, the scene I did yesterday was a bi scene. Like I, I've, the last three days I've been working a lot. You know, and the great thing about it is things I can. I'm going to give like things to tell people. Like TTS is out here. The TTS talent testing is out here. Okay, and so. When you go out there, I can go in. If I went in this morning, my test would be done by tomorrow morning. And then I'm ready to shoot with anybody. And that's like big. Like TTS is big out here. Like all the studios use mm-hmm. it for the most part. It's like a report card. Whereas in New York, it was through some fucking health spa or something like that. And they'd always lose it. And there'd always have be like a have to have an extra day buffer, which porn sites aren't patient. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, yeah. You, you know what I mean? So uh tts is out here and that's been like a really like i'll go in and then all of a sudden and and it i always tell people i have mine always ready because i get lots of gigs on the fly like the buy studio will always get someone who's like yeah i want to try having sex with a girl and then they don't and then next morning they're like hey i'm not feeling really well today and i just can't do it (laughs) you know what i mean and it's 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 a California thing. I've gotten so many jobs from Californians who just like got too stoned the night before, and they're like, "Nah." Yeah, no, I've I've noticed that um, a lot in California, and I remember, I, we had this big shoot in twenty oh nine. I'm I'm dating myself, but yeah, we yes. did the LA Zombie movie with uh, Bruce LeBruce way back when. <gasps> oh, that was when I was still with Dark Alley. But yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> we did that shoot, and we were here for like three weeks, and. Everybody was still faxing in 2009. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, just pick up the phone. Wow, you were, what was on TV at the time? Yeah. Why don't you date yourself further? I, no, but the idea is, who the hell is faxing in 2009? It was, it was a bit much. Um, but, but I did see that whole, uh, I could do this, but uh, I don't know if I want to. When you're a performer, you take it. Oh, yeah. You take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, I, I also was like, you know what? 
I just moved you guys back. Let's like, you know, we can do four o'clock. Yeah. I will do the morning here and then I'll head over there. I, I cause I'm that, I like being flexible like that. Mm-hmm. Also, I took a nap and had a meal. I'm, I'm good. I'm good to fuck. Damn. And you, and you bottomed and I bottomed. I Holy topped, fuck. I bottomed this morning yes, yeah. and then I topped and then I bottomed and then we put our butts together and he poured it all over. <laughs> yeah. Right. There was, there was some, uh, there was some epic, do you um i know you work a lot with carnal media and you do a lot of big brother like kind of scenarios and stuff and i I charged in carnal i've actually worked for both of them now i've officially crossed the board okay i know i know all the gossip too (laughs) all of it you but you also take on this whole even off camera you take on this role of like dad i'm a dad dad or big brother i think Mm -hmm. too because you're you're you you ease people into it porn can be scary yeah porn's one of those even as performers who have been in it forever it's just you're worried the one day you're going to come in and your stuff isn't going to work because you have those days you have those days when you're like wow penis you are not feeling it or ass what is your problem ah no everything everything hurts Mm. no don't you poke me there and that happens that happens to everyone and so when it does happen to you the times afterwards you always are like a little flinch you're like no is this the time it's not going to work again <laughs> no and that fear is there and i find being kind of like terminally optimistic <laughs> it helps you know what i mean like when you walk into a room and you're just like i'm excited i'm excited we're going to have sex ah like you know what i mean just having that super upbeat energy i would say 75 to 80 percent of people are super down that 20 percent who aren't though they're like this motherfucker who what the fuck is his deal why Why are you happy (laughs) we're all fucked up buddy why are you smiling (laughs) no yeah i i i can't see i've never seen what good any kind of awful mood on anybody, any crew member, director, anything can bring to any set. And it's not just models, because it'll be like you'll go on and the director's having a bad day. Yeah. And he's like constantly interrupting. And then you have two models are like, are we doing good? Yeah, yeah. You need... So, I think so you, Dad's yeah. mad. Dad's mad. Yeah, you need assurance. You need... Uh, and I'm, a lot of this business is psychology. Yes. And how you speak to people and how you make them feel. And if you don't make them feel good or look good... They're not going to work with you. You have to. You have to find ways to talk to them, and the you can. You have to find ways to talk to them, but not manipulatively. Yeah. You have to actually mean it. Oh, absolutely. And they can. They can sense whether or not you're being truthful. And uh, I was just. I was talking to Adam Russo, and I'm like, luckily, I don't think I have enemies in this industry that I know of. But that's that's fine. That's all good. Like we're all in this together. This is a porn ecosystem, and mm-hmm. we need to. that whole let's come together and gay people and gay let's let's exhibit it and let's let's make it happen a little more um so yeah so i I think that a happy set is a good set if everybody's happy on set even if like for instance there was that that instance where you know stuff happens shit happens (laughs) well you know yeah well just you know i've had a lot of sexual experience in my life and I've shit on somebody's dick before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've had, I've, someone's pulled out and it was chocolate. And um, <laughs> it's embarrassing. And, you know, I, it happens to all of us. Yeah. Some people don't react well to mm. it. Some people have, I've had people throw a fit. And mm. it's like, you get, you get to like a really vulnerable, like, oh my God, I thought we were having sex, which is like a vulnerable act. And now I feel like I'm being chastised by a parent. And once you get to hat head space, you're like, um, 
I don't want to have sex with this parent. Mm. This is not fun. Yeah. yeah, and then going back and trying to clean out is now. Now it's a job. Now it feels well, like now you're work. panicking. Yeah, you're, you're like you're panicking. Like I can't do this. Right, I'm just a fuck up. And it doesn't need to be that. It doesn't need to be that at all. And so, um, yeah, that that that's a roll with the punches kind of situation. Um, and also, like I remember being new. I remember being new. I remember being new before I did porn. Like I got really good at bottoming before I did porn because oh, there's nothing worse than going to like a really hot orgy of dudes. It's like, that guy's hot. That guy's hot. And then you poop the bed and you're just like, oh, you're standing there holding the sheet. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then you leave and you leave your shoes and you're just like, I don't need shoes. <laughs> they weren't that nice. <laughs> Not saying this firsthand. <laughs> it's not like that happened yeah, in, that, in, in, that never happened in boston massachusetts <laughs> oh man what studio no it just happened in oh, real life oh, that's the oh. best thing is the only people who can talk about it are like six people and i think they were high as fuck so yeah okay it doesn't, so they don't doesn't even matter, even matter. Yeah. They, they you know but it they don't remember the next day <laughs> what new studios have you added to your catalog so carnal was one of them okay. carnal was one i worked with it was very flattering to work with them they were very cool to me they were really, they flattered me in such nice ways. Oh my goodness. Like they knew about my work and they had seen kind of me progressing and stuff. And they had, it was just like a long time coming. And so when I did, it was a lot of fun, cool energy. Mm-hmm. Colonel LeGrand Wolf, right? LeGrand. Yeah, and okay. I, you know, he's one of those people that when you meet him, he just turns into the family dick doctor right there. You're just like, oh, yeah, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just like melting. Oh, mm. and he's smart as fuck. Dude. Yeah. No, he's yeah. actually a brilliant human being. Like he's one of those people that will just completely change your perception of what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we, um, we had been talking about a podcast and it was, it was all good. And we've, we've, we kept in touch until he said, okay, well, um, have this person set it up for me. And then I reached out to that person and they never set it up. So now I got to contact him again yes. um, and kind of like restart that process. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we had everything down to um, everything we were going to talk about. Uh, even, you know, the, that stuff. You know, <laughs> he, he takes, you know, he's actually has like a degree mm-hmm. in like human sexuality. He's, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, he's really smart. Okay. Really very yeah, smart. Yeah, no, I, I'm very attracted to that. <laughs> you know, and he he's, you know... There's different styles of doing porn. And I do lots of studio porn and watching like them set everything up while you're sitting there like. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, is is yeah. kind of exhausting. And so it, it's hard because I know you guys as being the like, all right, get him in, mm. have him. Fuck, da, 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 get the energy out. And then it's, it's usually within like an hour. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Well, I don't think that like I, I don't, it would never be like a six hour shoot. Oh, like the, no. the scenarios. No, never. See, for me, scenarios are 30 seconds to a minute. Uh-huh. You set it up and then I think people can work with that. I've gotten so comfortable with working with you that I know that you're good, but there are times where if you're working with people and you've never worked with them before, you have to have them a talk to each other and uh-huh. be like, what, what, what do you like? What do you don't, what, what don't you like? And that's where like, I feel the three-part template came from look this is all i need i need you to do this this and that how do you come what's the best way to come yep. like if if you can if you can get that then you can you can do whatever you know like go yes. on set and 
it's it's just a template. You don't have to follow it. But well, and you know, and that's the fun thing about doing studio is I love doing studio, but they'll have you do like a stack where it's like, all right, well, you're going to sit here with your heart erection the entire time and not be able to move your hips or legs or touch it, and we're going to sit someone onto your penis, and they're going to have some level of movement, not movement that not anything that's going to get your heart. I promise. And um, on top of them, we're going to put another person, and we need you to do that for five to ten minutes. Could you do that? Get us, yeah. We're doing a stack. All of you are in core like positions. Yeah, yeah. All core. Mm. Now fuck. And I do it. <laughs> I do it. It gets done. Mm. But um, yeah, that's uh, it's, definitely a little work. It's hard, <laughs> and I think I all I believe that the more uncomfortable it looks or feels, the better, the hotter it's going to be. Like I love small spaces. Because of the fact, like I even, I looked at that closet in there and I was like, holy fuck, that would be amazing. Because I shot this scene once for Raw Fuck Love in a hallway. It was, it's called The Real Pump and Dumps of Chicago. Oh, I've seen that yeah. one. I love The one that with video. Asher Devin and, um, oh, I can't remember his name now, the bottom model. Um, that was, there was this cute little Asian one that was in that video too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Loved, and I loved, and it was so cheesily verbal, which I loved. Because yeah. it was all pre-me making porn. Was I remember watching that, like sitting at home, being like, and being like, "Oh, this is so weird and hot." Yeah. Well, see, it was. He's just fun. so happy about being such a cum dump. Yeah. Because he's just pleased about it. <laughs> he's just his personality. And yeah. His yeah, and you know, a lot of it is staged, but what they say is not staged, though. No. And it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I know who you're talking about. You were talking about the Rick York scene with. <laughs> I'll get his name. I know who I, you're talking I, about, I, but uh, yes, I had the biggest crush on him because i thought he was so well yeah. and it's and it's what inspired it's what inspired our my who's ba- my baby daddy performances a lot of those those just confident bottoms like bottoms who were like yes i hi everybody uh i'm gonna hold myself open and these two men are gonna stick their cocks in me and i'm really excited about it. which is just so against what porn felt like for the longest time about bottoming mm-hmm. and like all right little boy just l- look down into the pillow while this happens to you kind of thing yeah if yeah. you need to bite it go right ahead like this like it was always like kind of like the bottom needs to be like relatively ashamed about enjoying dick and i and i kind of love that perspective on it like i think that's super mm-hmm. cool and, I, and and at the time i was like that made me come <laughs> you're gonna see a, i do this a lot in real life i promise and nothing wrong with that i used to do that into people's faces they didn't like that that much oh yeah, well you're not supposed to finish <laughs> oh. like that's the trick it's, it's 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 rude to do it like this it's vulgar to finish like oh. <laughs> how dare you <laughs> okay so carnal media yes. um any other any okay in the bi porn you've been doing bi for you right doing bi for you devils films they have yeah, a bunch of did, like little that, devils they have they film for a bunch of d- a different little little deals i've been working for gamma which has been really cool gamma what is it they, they're gamma? adult time now oh yes okay and they are a goliath like i, I remember i had like oh cool, yeah they're they're the real deal and i've been really pleased with them they've they have cool directors i've been working with a lot of like female directors free mm, and yeah free's yeah. cool and um yeah, and they have fun scripts. Like, and they let me cheese ball it out. There has been some shoots because I love the acting part. I love the acting part. The acting part, which everybody like bitches and moans about, is my favorite. I will memorize my mm. script and I get to play. You're like, off book. Oh yeah, I'll buy, I'm off book. Well, <laughs> it's just you know, it's when you're off book, it's nice because if a performer comes in not knowing their lines at all, mm. it's so much easier to remember your lines when. I mean, so much easier if you don't know your lines when your scene partner knows all of them. Yeah. 
And it's kind of like leading, like, you know, the words for that, like, it's even conversational. Like, if you know all your lines, it leads into theirs a lot easier. So it's like, responses will be like, yes. It's like, how are you feeling? Good is the next line. Yeah. So it's, it usually, it it helps. But whereas if both of you don't know your lines, you don't know how to set up one for the other. So it kind of makes things smoother. Mm. And I don't judge people on not learning their lines. It's just, I get it. It's you received two pages of, of dialogue last night. And um, you had a life. <laughs> you have um, a life. You're, how long are their scripts? It depends. It depends. Okay. I, I, I would say, you know, a lot of the buy stuff will be maybe like three pages and little little bits here. Mm-hmm. It, it won't be more than like, oh, David, I haven't seen you. I thought you were in Chicago kind of thing like that. Like it's easy lines. It's conversational kind of, con- you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like you're just holding a conversation mm-hmm. and they're just giving you like the lightest bit of plot. Yeah, no, I like that. I enjoy that. I, I think there's something to be said about that. I do pure taboo. That's one I've been working okay. on. And that one's been a lot of fun because they really like, I'm doing that tomorrow as well. Wait, pure taboo is straight? Pure taboo is everything. Okay. Pure taboo is trans, pure taboo, they do bi, pure taboo, I'm doing a gay scene tomorrow. It's 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 one that like, it's an interesting website. I, I think they, they do kind of a little bit of everything mm-hmm. on their website, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Because also that's kind of what people are finding is a little bit... Like people are, are like there's a certain type of person who watches all of it. Yeah. Like there's there's girls who like watching gay porn. Yeah. There's men I who watch. like watching bi-, bi porn and yeah, I love bi porn and I love straight porn. I I remember one of the things I used to love growing up was uh, Friendly Fire. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've talked about this. Yeah, we have talked yeah, about this before. Yeah, that yeah. famous video of something straight dude chasing oh, right. on another guy's face. Yeah. And just the face he's making, like no oh, cut, cut, yeah, no. yeah, no, it was, it was, it was pretty. That's ex- right, that's right. But I think that really is kind of cool, though, because even though straight performers won't kind of like sometimes work with other performers or switch into other kind of lanes, having them on the same website as people who are kind of like have varying sexual kind of identities and choices, I think it's kind of cool. I think that kind of like opens it up in a consensual way mm. that almost feels non-consensual. It's like, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm watching straight porn. And then all of a sudden there's gay butt sex. <laughs> yeah. Should I, cross, yeah. Should I cross the final frontier? I'm, exactly. I'm going to click on that. <laughs> exactly. I, and I'm kind of interesting to see this man get pegged. I, um, I find that a lot of straight guys, uh, do enjoy, uh, trans models. They do. And, and, you know, they say it and they, Oh, you know, I can't, I, you know, wow. I, I wouldn't know. I, that was always a conversation. I wouldn't. So I'm like, okay, well, they're a little open about this, um, you know. But at the same time, it, you know, they don't look at a trans woman as anything but a woman, mm-hmm. and it's hard because once you tack something as a gender, as a sexuality attached to it, you know, some people are some people aren't brave enough yes. to admit that you know maybe this it means I'm a little more open or mm-hmm. something like that. Like the idea that I have to be a heterosexual sometimes is what someone's needs are saying and that's that's fair that's totally fair and and there is actually something really nice about them kind of wanting to keep that person the gender they want to believe them as because that's probably also what that person believes too like if you're fucking a trans woman she wants you to believe she's a woman too so she's honored that the straight dude's like yeah oh, okay feel yeah. your pussy baby feel yeah. your da, da, da. like you know what i mean and really kind of that's my opinion yeah and i i always thought like for straight men who go out and uh, fuck guys or fuck trans women and stuff. Um, for them, it's a fetish almost the way they make it yeah, sound. It's the way, 
Um, but I never looked at it from the other side. Well, you know, I fucked straight men before, and it like I remember I fucked this one straight dude, and we were still having heterosexual sex in his mind. He just wasn't the man. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember he was hairless, and he had like the little like landing strip crotch kind of thing like that. He he just he his in his mind it was still straight sex. Okay, he was just. The other part of the mm. equation, which you know what made me appreciate it in the moment. I didn't get upset that I'm like, no, no, he doesn't want to have sex with a dude. He, he, that's just his preferences. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge him for him. Props to you. Props to you and letting a man fuck you. But and like, and I've I've met some guy, straight guys that love getting butt fucked. I have met some straight guys that like a dick inside of themselves, and then that's kind of cool. Like that's super cool because yeah. they get super into it. And it's not easy. I don't know. No. That's <laughs> when you have to all be, all, you have to be like a gay uncle to them. You're like, baby, I'm going to give you some tips. <laughs> I'm going to, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this. We had a good time. Um, I'm going to give you some tips on how to make sure it's more fun next time. <laughs> I watch a lot of straight porn and watching anal sex in straight porn, I'm like, wow, man. She took that like a champ, yes. and, and I'm like, "What am I doing wrong?" <laughs> like I always forget. I it's practice, obviously. Like people practice. I talk to a lot of bottoms. What is your routine like? Because you do you both. You're, oh, you're do you, both. Do you, you want are the, do you hardcore want the verse. Do you want the nitty gritty? I would love to hear that. I use a shower shot and a toy. Okay. And I will admit that I put way too much water in myself, like three hours beforehand. Like way too much water in myself, and I use a toy while to get it up and get it out and all that kind of stuff. But and then for the next three hours, there will be movement. And when I head back to it, I do probably another just like just simple like uh, like squeeze pump mm-hmm. douche or something like that, and everything comes out. And then I use the toy to make sure every bit of water is out of me. And I'm good. And I have, and, and the other thing that it also does is, does is it loosens you up. Okay. So you have that like, and I, I and when I, because when you're with guys with huge cocks, sometimes they can't get it 110. You know what I mean? So having that loose pussy ass is kind of nice because you can get it in and get your, get your rhythm. I got the rhythm of it kind of thing like that. He's not squeezing the blood out of me. You know what I mean? So I, I like having loose pussy ass for guys because on set, when you're trying to get hard, if you want to yeah. fake it a little bit, you can fake it in my ass. You can fake it in my ass. I got that loose pussy. Don't worry. You can fake it. <laughs> um, but what about you? Okay, so you do you mentally prepare for taking a big dick too? Yes. Okay. I get super vulnerable. I get super super vulnerable, and that's it's. I I I struggle to flip sometimes when I'm a bottom. I go ooh ooh oh <laughs> oh my okay. I'm just a performer and I'm I'm a, very much a middle child in my life. I always have been. And so I'm always kind of like testing the air of the room. And so having that control over being like hyper positive was always kind of like that was a very much a coping mechanism in my entire life. And so it's suited me really well as like an adult because like if I could set the tone of the room awesome. What about um cuz you have a big dick. Thank you. What, it, what it, about, th- it thanks you. Do you, ha- <laughs> do you have any big dick problems? I love getting fucked. Mm. I love getting fucked. But that's one of my big dick problems is that, it, you know what I mean? Like if it's not 100% full and bottoms can be tight. Bottoms yeah. can be tight, especially muscle bottoms. 
I keep getting like paired up with these guys whose bodies are so perfect. They're so fucking perfect. They're just like they on their all fours. They look like a pit bull. Like just every muscle is a muscle, and every part of them is a really tight muscle. And then you're you're right behind them, and it's literally the tightest asshole mm. you've ever. Been. And just like, and like you know, I'm I'm nice. So I'll and I nobody likes fingers. I don't like fingers. I'm not a finger person because Ian, I don't know why people always want to go for the gold when it comes to fingers. It's like you know, all right, we're gonna, I'm gonna loosen you up. <laughs> ah, we're trying fisting today. Just one. Just start yeah. with one, please. Yeah. And my ass doesn't need it. My ass doesn't need a finger. Trust me. Like, you could be halfway limp and you can still go inside of me. But some guys' asses need a finger. Mm. They just do. And I always show it to them. I'm like, look at the nail. There's no nail on yeah. here. I'm, I'm, and, and, and when I put it up, I'm beveling up. I'm beveling up. I am finding the button that is your prostate. And I am pulling, pulling, doing all of these things. I need you to loosen up because my penis won't go in and neither of us will get paid. And And it's like... You're, by the time you pull your finger out, it's like red. Yes. All the blood pressure is well, right. You know, and also di- putting lube in someone. Like sometimes mm. people are really tight and dry. Mm. And that's like, that's a good way to like pump, 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 push, 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 pump, pump, oh, pump. Okay. Like dilating. And if I'm really horny, I'll do a spit. I'll do a spit in my tongue. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Putting spit into them, just like, come on. So you like it, you like it dirty. You like it really dirty, right? Like, well, you, you know, know. I, I like it dirty when it's clean. <laughs> well, yeah, no, <laughs> you but know what you... I mean? Like, I like, I, I, I'm very, I'm a very carnal person. Like, I trust me, I, I become such an intense sexual creature during sex, and it's so nice to be in a career where I can be appreciated, appreciated for that. Like, that's cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Is that now I can let that real monster out and not be afraid awesome but that's badass <laughs> what um what do you want to do what else what else is left to come i feel like you've done a good amount of stuff i want more awards <laughs> you want more awards Does forgetting one kind of make I you want, want them all. yeah no, I want them all. no um I, I want more work you don't need them you know that no i okay. know right. i know even I, like i enjoy going to them and i enjoy but the funny thing is I'm when, when we were there in 20 what 2020 when we were there in 2020 i just remember being like i'm having a good time regardless mm-hmm and uh i'm not big on drag race anymore i'm not big on uh cheesy comedy anymore and and i, I the words you know the opening routines and stuff they're yes. a little cheesy they're super cheesy yeah but but it's like an award show it's like it's our thing it's our oscar yes and it's it's fun but i don't i i i'm so against this idea of pitting people against each other and and I, on top of that, you how do you how can you can't nominate twenty five people they do and then just give a lot one? Of they do yeah. nominate a lot of people, and it and I feel like it's placating. I feel like it's kind of okay. Well, let's do this. Let's do that. I I enjoy it. I think that Everyone people should be recognized. Yeah. Like I said, I, yeah. I I did two years of being nominated a lot without winning, and everyone wants to win. And you know, it just shows. But the truth was, I remember the first year I went, I got nominated. What was it like six times? Mm. And I remember. Going from someone who wasn't getting work, wasn't noticed by directors, to someone who was. And I remember, even though I lost every award that year, really remembering that. I was like, you know what? You won this year. You won because you got better work. Mm -hmm. You won because people knew your name in this career. And and you were nominated more times than anyone that year. And that's a huge honor. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, like I said, I, I hate going on this tangent, but I lost my Insta this year again yeah i got my insta taken down again and it's just like when it happened i was like wow and it's like 
15,000 followers aren't yeah, real. It's it not is. real. It's not real. It's, it's, I know it seems bigger than it actually is. But like, even when that happened, I remember this really, really talented designer had a piece of clothing I loved. And I, I saved it on my, uh, I saved it in my saved photos kind of thing like that. And I'd go, whenever I was depressed, I'd go look at it. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this piece of like, like clothing that he handmade. And I finally reached out to him because I wanted him to make me one. And I got him off the gram. And then my gram got canceled. And I remember just being super grateful that I'm like, you know what? You reached out to that person finally that you admired and thought their work was so go- cool. And I remember he gave me that piece of clothing, oh. like to cheer me up about losing my Instagram. That's and very then nice. He's friends with Katya Zamolojikova, and, oh. and I got to go sit and chain smoke with her. Like you know, what I mean, he gave me an article cool of clothing that I had pined over for years, and then took me to my favorite drag queen to watch her chain smoke. And you know what I mean? It was just like in that moment, it's like you know, you can't be mad about your stupid Instagram, you spoiled brat. Oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? Like it does suck and it's stupid, but there's so much more for me to be grateful for. And I don't want to just live in that. I don't want to live in being upset. I've gone through so much in my life to get to the point I am. And it's weird to have this thing that I have to keep, like, it's like a social media sometimes is like a bad relationship you have to keep going Mm -hmm. to. And I just need to look at it in different ways. Like I I can't be like as obsessed with it as I was, because you remember Everything was curated. Everything was perfect. It was like my little portfolio. Yeah, I just scroll down you know, and see how important and special I was. <laughs> but you know, it really sucks too because, and it's it's out of all the social medias, I feel like that's one of the hardest. You can go on TikTok and blow your nose, and people you'll get followers for yeah. you know for days. Um, but Instagram, I feel, is a little classier than Twitter. It is. And and you can you you can put some good stuff up there, and you can follow some cool people, and so the feel. And I didn't even have fifteen thousand followers. It, it's small, but it's something. It's 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 a good, it was it's hard, significant it was amount. To get. Yeah, yeah, like it, exactly. And especially being a sex worker, they don't like sex workers. They really don't. They really really don't, and they really come down hard on them. Which mean and like this was my second one, and truly, truly. I, the worst part is just people asking me what I did. Like, what did you do? I don't know. I really don't. I wasn't getting warnings. I wasn't one of those people posting up inappropriate content or even trying to push yeah. inappropriate content with like a sensor. I really wasn't. Um, and if you've got, if you're getting to this point about my sad Instagram tangent, we're doing another Easter egg. All right. So if you've watched up to this point, hit me up on my DMS and I will send you a Dropbox of some dirty content. I'll send you a free video. I like doing that for people because God knows you've listened to a lot of me fucking talking. So you can watch some of me fucking if you want. So hit me up on Twitter because I'm afraid to. That's the other thing. Fucking yeah. Insta has made me so paranoid. Like I don't even cuss anymore on there. I don't even like I like people will send me dirty pictures on fucking the DM. I'm like, please don't do that. I don't know if they're watching. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're watching. <laughs> because you'll get like little flags. Like they'll send you a flag. Like, do you know this person? Do you know the content they're sending you? Like if you'll send like a dirty video, it's almost like they knew, right? See, I feel as though being like having issues with Instagram is like being on crystal meth. I'm like paranoid. I'm like, all right, I don't know if this this means they're watching right now. (laughs) They got a list. So anyway, uh, but people, you know, people, I have to say they really like hearing you talk. They do. They do. They like watching me eat tacos. <laughs> Did you see that? No. So when I first started my Instagram, I would, 
I'd go to Del Taco and get three tacos and just eat and talk to the camera because I'm weird. I don't know. It sounds fun. You know, I dated a guy once who used to love watching me eat because he's like, you eat so masculine. I'm like, masculine? I eat like a masculine person? What the fuck does that mean? It's just like my voice. People will compliment my voice. I'm like, you sure about that? No, yeah, you have a great voice. Thank you. And when you hear compliments on it enough, you better take the fucking note. Yeah. Do something with it. Yeah. That, that's, my, that's my biggest thing for like performers is if you, some people keep complimenting you on a feature or something like that, just take the compliment. Mm-hmm. Like if 10 people have given you this compliment, it means it's good looking to everyone. Yeah, okay, that's a good way to look at it. I, I actually, just to touch on the last podcast that we did, I ended up getting a lot of messages about you, but also the fact, oh, he's not a real straight person, or he's not a real gay person anymore. Uh, I just, I don't get it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, everybody likes, everybody is capable of liking everything. There's nothing wrong with, I, I don't know when this happened. Some people are this, really scared. Some people are really scared that I'm putting it. Cause like I see when I, I read some of them, they believe I'm pushing a narrative hmm. of like, kind of like heterosexuality. Like this is the sneaky way that I'm going to yeah, convert people. An agenda, hood. which, you know, I get it because there are people who have really have suffered from that kind of narrative and that kind of like mind, like you need to be this and stuff. And, you know, I'm learning about myself that maybe I wasn't fully gay. Maybe until I was 30 years old, I wasn't fully gay. I have two boyfriends. I prefer the company of men when it comes to like relationships. But like there was something missing in me personally, personally, in in my experience in, in my life. You know what I mean? I wanted to explore. I wanted to try different things. And that was my experience. I wanted to complete the sex act. So maybe does that make me not a gay man? Like I wanted to kind of complete the animalistic sex act of a man and a woman. If not once in my life. Because I was so scared of it for so long. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what how to, 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 to tell people this. I would never see a little gay boy and tell him that you need to do this at least once in your life. Mm-hmm. A good teacher shows you that I'm willing to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I also wanted the work. <laughs> well, well, it, yeah, and, but, you know, not, not everybody can say, I lost my virginity uh, to a woman on camera. And you can. Uh, which is, you know, it's it's quite the opposite for me when you talk about that. And I know that there's a lot of people like that as well who I I had to uh, fake the narrative of being straight in order to be accepted. Yes. And then I realized I don't want to do this anymore. So I just think any kind of bashing when it comes to that shit is not like people are or you are, you should be able to do whatever you want. But a person like you would have a different perspective that I don't see. Because I didn't have to live that life. Mm-hmm. And and so it's hard for me, like, and I, 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 I talk about trolls a lot because I, I don't judge them. I really don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. And, and I'm in a very comfortable place in my life to where the things they say are so topical. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, it's, I put, I, and I said this last time, I put like porn trolls on the same level as like, drag queen trolls you know what i mean like ones who watch like rupaul's drag race and they're like well first of all honey to do a correct lip sync like you know what i mean like she's doing it wrong she's doing it oh my god me and all my friends were just shouting at the television how she's doing it wrong you're doing it wrong we're not doing it right now but you're doing it wrong and that's kind of the same thing Mm. in the sense that like oh that porn star is doing it wrong you're doing it wrong i'm not doing it but you're doing it wrong 
And uh, cool. Okay. But and the only reason I even remotely sympathize with that is I was a non-porn performer doing that. I remember being, because I was obsessed with porn. Before I started doing porn myself, porn meant everything to me. Everything. So I get these people who maybe have watched all my, my twisted, fun, incest-themed videos all of a sudden be like, now he's fucking, I knew it. I knew it. That son of a bitch lied to me. Well, just because, you know, the, the thing that's about it is, and why I, I, I tell people I'm actually not as upset about my Instagram as I lead on, is because I'm really lucky. And I lead a life that's cool. I work with professional photographers. I get to work with cool talent. I fuck ridiculously attractive people. Fuck, I'd hate me too if I, 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago, I'd be rooting for that motherfucker to fail. Like, you suck, Joel, someone. Yeah. And I know about it. I, yeah, I, I kind of wish I knew where the line was where you are rooting for somebody and then eventually it turns into, oh, well, I'm so tired of this person. Because it happens a lot. You know, I, I hope, I, I, I'm really grateful to my parents. Because they really tried to teach me to be humble my whole life. Because I had a lot more than a lot of people around me. And the thing they taught me was, you know what? You have these privileges, and you're very lucky. But if you rub it in these people's faces, they're going to hate you. Why would you do that? You already have the privilege. You don't need to tell people you have the privilege. And that was something really important to me. And which is also why I already have such a weird relationship with Instagram is I don't brag about everywhere I go. I post up my work. I post up my artwork. I post up things that I think are beautiful and heavily curated and I think are special. I'm not bragging about every fancy dinner I go to or whatnot, which you're supposed to do technically because that's you're supposed to pump out content and you're supposed to pump out stuff like that. But those are the people people root for fit to fail. And I get why. So it's it's a really hard line. I, it's already being on there. It's such a weird experience. It is. And so then, and it just brings me back to being a little kid. Because my life has always been like an I Love Lucy episode in the sense that there's a correct way to do this. There's a correct way to do this, and it's a very straight path. I'm not doing it that way. <laughs> I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it my way, and it's going to be a winding, stupid path with lots of comedy. But it's going to be the harder way. And that's always been my experience. And so to have social media just shut me down and say you're wrong and there's something dirty about you and you have no right to say anything about it is really, um, it brings me back to really vulnerable places that I don't like. And verbalizing it makes me realize what, why it hurts so bad is because it's kind of being a confused kid again and being told the way you're doing something is wrong. And... Um, that's what hurts the most about it. <laughs> and uh, then I have to, then I have always been good at humbling myself in the sense that I'm like, there's people dying in Ukraine right now. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Why, why, why are you worried about something that's not real? You know what I mean? It's, I'm really quick to tell myself that that doesn't matter. And um, that's been my saving grace a lot in my life, but it's also been something that's kind of been a hindrance to me. And so that's my deal with it. We have a lot more to see. <laughs> you too. You do. You too. You are not done by I'm any not. means, and you are gonna continue being an award-winning thank uh, point you. star. Oh, and it's the third in our relationship, and my with me and my boyfriend. Like I, we we have a third. This is the fourth. 
love it. But my boyfriend brought a boyfriend, and I brought one too. <laughs> I should have brought him today. I should have brought the damn award. Oh yeah, that would have been fun. I brought it to set the other day because the per, the director I won it for. I brought it to show him, oh, and I, yeah. I put it. I, well, and it's and it's and of course my my Twitter. It's very my Twitter. I'm butt naked with an erection, holding the award, uh, handing it over to the director who's fully dressed. I'm like he's he's seeing his grandson for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what it was, yeah. and, and and he's a he's more of a straight director, so it's his first gay VN as well, and it was super cool. Yeah. All right. So when people when people want to find Joel, someone yes, uh, I, they have to look for your new Instagram. They gotta look my new Instagram. But where else are they gonna find you? So um, my Twitter is still going strong, and that's uh, Joel someone the number one. So Joel someone one, and then search it because all porn actors are shadow banned. So you'll have yeah. to fi- you'll have to find like a tag of me on it or something like that. Which, like I said, a lot of people find me. And Twitter. And then if you want to find my new Instagram, while it lasts, it's uh, Joel slash someone. And so at least I got a decent name this time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because the last time it was Joel someone tramp. Yeah, I remember that. Because <laughs> I lost Joel someone proper and I just was so annoyed. I'm just like, all right, tramp. Joel someone tramp. So Joel underscore someone. Joel underscore someone. And then uh, OnlyFans, I'm Joel someone just Joel someone, and then just for fans, I'm Joel someone one again. Guys, this is Demons Define Key Porn. Uh, we are on every single podcast directory. We are on YouTube. We are on Instagram. Second account. Uh, we are on uh, Facebook. That's why the numbers are... So it, it really is hard to get back on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, which is an interesting one, because uh, I get trolls there. Uh, and I put you up on there too, but... Uh, yeah, so you can find us on all of these uh, social media sites. Uh, and again, thank you so much, Joel, someone for doing this. I absolutely appreciate it. Every time you're a staple, every single time, every single season, I want to have you on. I want to know what's going on. You are fun. You're thank of, you you're, so much. Yeah. I really do love you guys. You guys, you, you, truly, I, I love podcasting with you. Your podcast is so much fun. You guys always bring on people that are hilarious, even when they're not. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some interviews where I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you're there at least. <laughs> Not to talk shit. <laughs> yeah, no. I, well, you know what? I like to give everybody a space, and uh, I think it's I think it's fun. I I'm, I'm I. It's a lot of fascinating people out there in the world, and I want to meet every single one of them. I know it's not it's not going to happen, but I can get I can sure try. You know, and I think that's what makes this because like, I think this is what also makes people like. I, I love putting the Easter egg in. I really do. Anytime someone watch a podcast with me, I, I always t- t- say the Easter egg because I like people reaching out and telling me they saw yeah. me. It's so flattering. I've, I, I get so many messages in, in my inbox that are just hi, hi. And it's hard for me to respond to them because I don't, I'm like, I'll say like hi, hi, hi a, a thousand times. Yeah. It's not really any conversation. But if someone says they watched my podcast, I'm so honored. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. I, I love being a heightened sexual creature. But you humanizing me and then still being able to find me sexual, you're fucking sicko. You're sick. You're a sick human being, and I like you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> shit, there you have it. Joel, someone. Guys, uh, I can get on there. This is Demystifying Gay Porn, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off at least once or twice. And so right. is he. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>